0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is a new dream from Vicky Parnell saying that Jesus has officially divorced America. Now we're not kidding, and if you think about it for just a minute, that fits with a lot of things. We're going to talk about that today. Essentially what it's saying is that America is now on her own. No more supernatural protection for the whore wife. No more protection from Jesus. And, of course, without protection from Jesus, with all the people that hate us, our fall will probably be very fast. Now, let me give you a little background so that you know that what she's saying is, in fact, scriptural. So, it was real easy. All I had to do was look up three words, Bill of Divorcement, in the King James Bible. There are only four scriptures where it talks about Bill of Divorcement. We're going to cover those because if the dream doesn't follow those steps, and unfortunately it does, then you can ignore it. But again, it does. It says, Deuteronomy 24, 1, when a man had taken a wife and married her, and it has come to pass that she find no favor in his eyes because, not just because she found no favor, but, but because he has found some uncleanness in her. And this is not talking about filth, as as in being dirty, it's talking about sin, Okay some sin in her, and some uncleanness, then let him write her a bill of divorcement. Okay, so in those days, didn't have to go to court. He just had to write up, uh, you're on your own, hit the door, hit the road, you're gone, bill of divorcement, and give it in her hand. So it had to be actually handed to her and send her out of his house. Uh, by the way, I might add, didn't say anything about it. she gets half of the household. Also, and you're not going to like me saying this, but it also doesn't say she gets to keep the children. Uh, all of that is our new advanced understanding of God's laws. I'll skip comments on that move on. Leviticus 21.10, And he that is in the high priest among his brethren, whose head the anointing oil was poured, do you think that God anointed uh, America? When we sing songs like God Bless America, uh, from Cease to shining, shining Sea, oh yeah, I believe he anointed us. We are, or were, the high priest of the world. Of the 198 some odd countries out there, we were supposed to be the shining city on the hill, shining the light of the gospel around the world. And we were for a number of years. Upon whose head the anointing was always poured, and that is consecrated to put on the garments shall not cover his head nor rend his clothes. I'm going to skip some of the other things here. Neither shall he go out of the sanctuary, which also fits with Revelation, where it says, And he that overcometh will make a pillar in the temple of his God. He shall go no more outright upon him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from God, no more upon him my new name. Meaneth that those people that are high priests... And those people that have received Jesus, many, if not most of them, are priests. Many of them will never have to leave the New Jerusalem. Anyway, let's go on. Then you jump down to verse 14. Well, 13 says, he will have to take a wife in her virginity, a widow or a divorced woman or a harlot he shall not take, but he shall take a virgin of his own people to wife. Hmm, own people to wife. Hmm. Okay, let's move on. Then we jump to Jeremiah, and these verses specifically were mentioned by her. Uh, she heard these, these words said, and uh, I didn't, hadn't looked them up until I'd already looked up Bill of Divorcement, and so it, it, it all fits. That's what I'm trying to say. The Lord said unto me in the days of Josiah's king, Hast thou seen that which backsliding Israel has done? She has gone up upon every high mountain and on every green tree. Every green tree. Okay, now let me ask you this. You're probably saying, oh, America hasn't done that. We haven't gone up gone upon high mountains and we haven't sacrificed other gods on high mountains and we don't have anything to do with green trees. All right, well, why don't you go to the high place in your area? Leslie has in several cities. And guess what you find? You find all sorts of satanic stuff up there, everything from drawings to animal bones where they're sacrificed. Uh, Yes, America is sacrificing on every high place in just about every city. But what about the green tree? Okay, well, if you go into the scriptures, what it's talking about here is the people would get a green tree and sometimes they planted it, sometimes they would find it in the forest, sometimes they would bring it into their house. And then they would decorate that tree all up and they would put gifts to their God under the tree. Then they would pour out meat offerings and drink offerings and burn incense to their gods. Boy, I'm glad we don't take take uh, green trees down and bring them into our house today and decorate them and put gifts to our God under that green tree today. We, we don't do that, right? Uh, whoops. My guess is that at least 90%, of the people watching this program right now just had a Christmas tree in your house. Oh, oh, it was only this big. It was still a Christmas tree. At our house, and our church, we do not put up Christmas trees. We do not put gifts under the Christmas tree. We do not lie to our children and tell them that there is a Santa Claus, which is an acronym for Satan, wearing a red outfit, We don't do that. Instead, we tell them these gifts are from Jesus because the wise men brought frankincense, silver, and gold. So we have precedent for giving gifts when we think it is the birthday of Jesus, which I might add, by the way, Jesus was born in the spring, not the winter. Probably what we're really celebrating is Satan's birthday. Can't prove that, but probably. But the point is... Is America guilty in sacrificing at high mountains? Yep, you can prove it yourself. Is America guilty for putting their gifts to their God under a tree? Yes, we are. And I said, after she had done all these things, turned thou unto me, but she turned not. Now, go on. And I saw when all the causes whereby backsliding America, you can put in there, committed adultery, I had put her away and given her a bill of divorce. So, before the fall of America would occur, you would expect that Jesus would give America a bill of divorce if he has found filth in her. And, of course, he has. Now, let's skip on down. 13, and only acknowledge thine iniquity that thou hast transgressed against the Lord thy God. How many times has God sent prophets and holy servants of God warning us we need to stop sinning and repent and turn to Jesus with our whole heart. Well, How many people listen to that? Well, why don't you just look at the views at our program? Look at how many people watch Prophecy Club. Now, there's some 350 million people in America. So you would think if all of America was listening, the views would be 350 million today. <laughs> hey, I'd be happy with... <laughs> 350,000 a day, not 350 million. In other words, America is not listening to God. They don't know how God talks. They think God talks to them on the TV. They think God talks to them on the radio. And they don't understand that God has a very select few of those that worship him correctly, walk cleaned before him correctly, that he speaks to. Very few. And the 25 Years Prophecy Club had meetings. We had 130 guest speakers, and that was a lot. Only acknowledge thine iniquity, that thou hast transgressed against the Lord thy God, and hast scattered thy ways to the strangers under every green tree. If not obeyed my voice, saith the Lord. Now, has God warned America? Has God spoken to America? Yes, he has. Obviously, by Demetri Duterman, Henry Gruber. Leslie Johnson, Chris Reed, and about 160 speakers through Prophecy Club over 25 years. Shane Warren, Efren Rodriguez, Vicky Parnell, Dana Coverstone, Pastor Massey, Byron Surley, Sundar Salver Timothy Dixon, David Phillips, and about 400 pages of warnings that I've collected over the years. Has America listened? My opinion? No. So, here it is. Dream 12 27 22 I believe it's of God. Bicky Parnell, I prayed heavily over my mind and body before going to sleep, and I dreamed I was living during the time of the Bible days. I was dressed as a woman of this time, and I kept seeing people standing in small groups, studying and reading a parchment. Some were passing it from one to the other. Each group said a few words that I heard spoken, and they were all the same. It's not a law, but a bill. I went from group to group, passing through several scenes, as it was all the same. In the last scene, I walked up to another small group of people, and someone finally handed me a parchment. As I take it, the man says, it's not a law, it's a bill. I looked at the parchment as I heard a lady say to me, it's not a law, but called a bill, a bill of divorcement. I see it as a legal binding bill of divorcement. That's just like the scripture said. With America's name as the person being divorced. I'm going to read that again. It is a legal binding bill of divorcement with America's name as the person being divorced and it is God doing the divorcing. Then I heard from the heavens. Your bill of divorcement, O America, is complete. Now, In America, you file for a divorce, it might be two or three months, might be two or three years later before the divorce is final, but in this case, it's saying, no, it's final. The the divorcement papers have been handed to you, O America, and it is final. There's no more delay. There's no more putting it off. Your bill of divorcement, O America, is complete. I'm divorcing you for your unfaithfulness to me, your holy husband. Now, all the people speak in union, union, unison. It's not a law, but a bill, a bill of divorcement. You have been divorced by God, your creator, America, the faithless whore, Babylon, you have become. A bill of divorcement you have received this very moment in time. Then I jolted out of my sleep hearing, it's a bill of divorcement from God. Then I heard Jeremiah 3, 6 to 8, which I just read. Now, what does this mean? You think this is a joke? You think God's kidding? I don't think it's a joke. I think God's not kidding, and I think that we can probably expect to see all manner of trouble hit our nation. We're about to find out just how protected our nation has been. We're about to find out what it is like to be all the other nine hundred or or one hundred and ninety eight some odd nations out there that don't have the protection of Jesus. We're about to find that all the world hates America. We're about to find that rocks and stones are being thrown at America from every direction. You can expect to see just about everything start falling apart. Now, I read this yesterday. I'm not going to read it again. X-Men. This is all part of it. This is part of their plan. I want to go back and talk about what we talked about yesterday. I read, had to read through it really, really fast because I had a lot to get through. Since the dawn of civilization, he, I think is talking about Lucifer, was worshipped as a god, Apocalypse, the first and most powerful mutant. That would be Lucifer, Right. From Marvel's X-Men universe, amassed the powers of many other mutants, becoming immortal and invincible. Upon awakening after thousands of years, he is disillusioned with the world, as he finds it, and recruits a team of powerful mutants. I don't think it's a joke. I think these mutants are fallen angels. They are giants. They are beings created by the fallen angels. To cleanse mankind and create a new world order. They They openly say they're working for a new world order. What is that? A new world order with the Antichrist sitting on the throne of God. A new world order over which he will reign. You skip on down. To stop their greatest nemesis, that would be Jesus, and save mankind from complete destruction. The destruction that they are creating with their scalar wave called climate change. Now, with that in mind, I want to cover a couple of things we covered yesterday. This uh, comes to us. I read this yesterday. It comes from Astanya Lewis. They started changing. All of them started changing and receiving these superpowers, these amazing, crazy powers. So, could it be that they came out with the X Men so that we would accept them when we start discovering that these things are real? and that many of the people would say, hey, wow, I'd love to have those kind of superpowers. I'd like to have my tongue be able to come out like frog, or I'd like to have instant healing like the guy with the steel things coming out of his knuckles, or, you know, I'd like to be able to to control things with my eyes, or, you know, all kinds of crazy powers. They started changing. All of them started changing and receiving these superpowers, these amazing crazy powers. Not only did they change with added powers, their appearance also changed. Okay, like... Mystique. Okay, you look at these various mutant. <laughs> I mean, they've been with mutant ninja turtles. Okay, so they have been preparing us and our children for many years to be able to accept this, you see. They were all serpents. They were snakes. Some had snakes coming out of their hands. They still had their same bodies, but their hands had like something like a snake head sticking out, a tongue out, and stuff came out of their hands. They were screaming because of what they looked like. Some had a serpent head, serpent leg, like they had the tail of a serpent, but still a full body. This one person I saw had a bunch of snakes coming out of their stomach. One had probably 14 snake heads coming out of their stomach. One had a whole head of snakes like Medusa. They were everywhere in there. I even saw little kids the same way. They had snakes coming out of them. They had snakes and it was part of their body. It was like a mutation of snakes Inside of them. The woman said, Because you are his seed, you don't belong to him. Talking about Jesus. He didn't make you. We made you. In other words, the fallen angels. What she's saying is, there are people on the earth that are not 100% human, just like Daniel 2 43 says, they will mingle their seed with the seed of men. Now, I know that a lot of people say, Oh, come on, Stan. I mean, really? If that's your attitude, then I'm sorry for you. You need to read your Bible, specifically Bible prophecy more. I'm going to show you some specific scriptures here that talk about that. This is Bible. It's end time Bible prophecy. They made you, or whether we made you. Our brand is everywhere. We're the seed of the serpent. We're everywhere. I think we should listen to what they're saying. Some people say B.J. is not B.J. Some people say (laughs) some of the other rulers of the world are not 100% human. Now, I can't prove that, but I suspected that. I suspect they're telling us the truth. We're the seed of the serpent. We're everywhere. We're all over the world. They probably are. We're running the world. Remember what they told Benjamin Fulford? We have ruled this planet for thousands of years and we'll destroy it rather than give it up. They aren't kidding. We're running the world. There are people all over the world that are powerful. And they are the seed. This is their seed. This world is their inheritance. They were crying. Many were crying. Then others were ecstatic because they said, wow, we have all this power now. They were excited about their newfound body and newfound power. I saw them training in areas where we've shown them how to use their new power. They were educating them, allowing them to understand, now here it is, that war they were fighting and whose side they were supposed to be on. What war? Do you understand that mankind is heading to a war? It's called Armageddon, and we're going to talk about that today. It's a war I saw the beast and the kings of the earth gathered to make war against him that sat on the horse and his army. And the beasts were taken with him, the false prophet, which wrought miracles before them, with which he deceived them, that had received the mark, and then that had worshipped his image. And these both were cast alive into the lake, burning with brimstone. Here it is. And the remnant were slain by the sword of him that sat on the horse, which sword came out of his mouth. That's the morning star. That's Jesus. Destroy him with the sword, which sword came out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. Ezekiel 38 and 39. They were educating them, allowing them to understand what war they were fighting and whose side they were supposed to be on. These people were hysterical at first, but then became all excited about the whole thing. They were fully and truly submitted to the whole ordeal. They became very powerful. They trained them to the point where they were very powerful. In other words, these seed of serpent people, these people that are not 100% human, when they got squirted with this stuff, all of a sudden, either they died because they were 100% human or their powers came out and they became like X-Men mutants. That's what she's saying. And this is confirmed by Vicki Goforth Parnell. A lot of them had supernatural powers. One of them spit fire out of his mouth like a dragon a real dragon serpent, and with fire coming out of his mouth. He could make fire come out of his hands. Think about that. What is the devil really doing? He's trying to get such a large and formidable army that he can defeat Jesus. And happy to say it's not going to work. So he says, uh, this is a picture of some of them. Now, I don't follow this, so... I know that this guy here has these sharp blades come out of his hand, and he's he is practically instant healing. This young lady here that is very scantily uh, clad can change forms to anything. Uh, this one, I think, can control metal. I can't remember this guy. This guy can make people think things, or maybe that's him. I, I don't know. It, oh, maybe it's him that cl- controls metal. I don't know. But the point is, they're not all human. And that's what the X-Men is saying. They're saying, they're confirming this. They're saying they're not all human, and they're on the earth, and they're getting us ready to accept them. One of them was like teleporting here to there. One of them was disguising himself, transforming into all kinds of faces, and he had many faces. He could be anything and everything he wanted to be. There were so many gifts. One could just stop time for a few minutes. Now think about that. If you could stop time for a few minutes, how much money could you make in Las Vegas? (laughs) Not a long time, but a few minutes. On the other hand, one could go backwards into the past for a few minutes. Well, either one of those could be of a great advantage, right? They were just teaching them so many things. I saw a woman cause a bird to fall down. A woman came and asked, where are we going back home? They had been there for a few months or possibly a year or so. I... I I don't know, but I know that all these people here are supposed to be these mutants. What's a mutant? It's something that's not fully human. So they're openly telling us that they're not fully human. They're openly telling us that they have special powers that humans don't have. Could it be like Superman, Spider-Man, the Hulk, all of those things for now, what, 30 or 40, 50, I don't know, 60 years? Could all of those, the real thing it's doing, is putting as a heart is a desire to be more like them, more like Superman, <clears throat> more like Spider-Man. That way we'd accept these. Could it be? I think so. They were already in the world, already here's something whose people did, is, uh, already there, so something those people did activated them, educated them, trained them for this hour. What hour? Armageddon. For something, a woman said, we're activating them so that they could be prepared for the big event, and that is Armageddon. They were preparing them for the big event. Then I woke up from the dream. Now, let's talk about what the Bible says the big event is. Now, I can show you other scriptures specifically talking about this, but we'll just go through this today. I skimmed through it yesterday, but let's take a second look at it today. Now, this is... The new world order army coming down upon Jerusalem in specific, down the valley of Jezreel, and upon Israel in general. The appearance of them is the appearance of horses. Okay, we understand what horse is, and as horsemen. <clears throat> now, is that a talking about a horse with a rider on top? Or is that talking about a centaur, which is half man, half horse? I believe, and I've been saying this for many years. I think that's talking about a centaur. I think it's talking about a half-man, half-horse. So shall they run. Why do you say that, Stan? will look at the next verses. Like the noise of chariots on the tops of mountains. In other words, they are big, they are powerful, they are strong, and they can run quickly. On the tops of mountains shall they leap, like the noise of flame, of fire that devoureth the stubble, as a strong people set in battle array. This is all of the kings of the earth, all of their armies, this is Lucifer, Antichrist, this is the giants, this is the mutants, this is everything, 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 everything the devil can possibly muster coming down on Jerusalem where he knows Jesus is going to step in and protect Jerusalem, so he's coming down to defeat Jesus. This is his plan. Before their face, the people shall be much pained. All faces shall gather blackness. Now it took me some research to understand what that was saying. But you remember that the, the sun gets seven times hotter, Isaiah 30, verse 26. I believe when it gets seven times hotter, it releases so much radiation to where <clears throat> where all human skin on earth is burned. It's burned like, like a deep burn, not just a sunburn, and all flesh on earth turns black. That's about 72, about four days before Jesus returns. They shall run like mighty men. Mighty men, Will you look up that word mighty men, guess what it's talking about? That's right. These mutants, these half-breeds, okay? Mighty men, they shall climb the wall like men of war. Okay, so these are designed to attack and kill Jesus and all of his armies. That's what they're trying to do. Of course, we know in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, like whoosh, and they're gone. Faster than the blink of an eye. Nevertheless, has lied to him, and he's getting them ready for a battle. They shall run like mighty men. They shall climb the wall like men of war, and they shall march everyone in his own ways, and they shall not break their ranks. In other words, they do as they told. Neither one shall thrust another. They shall walk one in his own path. And when they fall upon a sword, they shall not be wounded. It's kind of like that guy, that X-Men uh, Wolverine, I believe it is. See, if he's shot, if he's cut or stabbed or something like that, it just grows right back. Instant healing. And you know that DARPA and some of these other uh, secret government agencies been working on instant healing for years. Truth be known, they probably had it for 30 or 40 years. Who knows how long. Now, this is from Parnell. I see the sand, ba- the sand begin moving inside, and they hit the bottom. I hear Antichrist give a triumphant laugh and yells out, My children! it's over. The time, the period of the extended grace has expired and upon orders that were passed down from heaven's court, no more is to be given. In other words, the tribulation is set to start. It could have started. I'm still waiting to say for sure it has started. Today, we live
1: in unsettling times. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do when food is no longer on the shelves? I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our goal is to help you live a more healthy and prepared life. Our products are ready for everyday use, but are also designed for long-term storage. Whether you are looking to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread, or want to be sure your family is prepared, Joseph's Kitchen is pre-packaged to take all the guesswork out. We personally test each harvest to make sure you are getting the highest quality ingredients. Are you and your family prepared for what may lie ahead? At Joseph's Kitchen, we are your farm to table alternative. Go to josephskitchen.com to order today. We are so excited to offer you our new product at josephskitchen.com. Go check out our new spreadable honeys. You and your family are going to love them. We have pumpkin, pecan, cinnamon, and original. It's great to put in your coffee or your tea on your brand new loaf of homemade, healthy whole wheat bread. Don't miss out on this holiday offer. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen today.